You know, some people enjoy composing their own music, chord by chord, and others are happiest when they come across that one perfect song. Work is not a lot different than that. Whether you prefer building your own workflow or using a pre-made template, with Monday.com, you and the team can work in a way that's comfortable for everyone. Tap the banner to go to Monday.com and build your own amazing workflow or find an awesome template. No judgment. Do you have a wet basement? You've got a problem. Not only are you inviting toxic mold, a flooded foundation can raise serious structural issues. But here's the good news. Jackhammers and backhoes and other drastic measures are probably not in your future if you read our tips for sealing your basement. Hit moneybit.com, click on ideas and tips, then click repair and improve. And for answers to any home improvement or home repair question, give us a call right now. 888-MONEYPIT. Coast to coast and floorboards to shingles. This is the Money Pit Home Improvement Radio Show. I'm Tom Kreitler. And I'm Leslie Segretti. We are broadcasting a very special edition of the Money Pit today from Anaheim, California. We are at AARP's Life at 50 Plus event. There are all kinds of things going on here to help Americans stay safer, more secure, and more secure at any age, particularly as they get older. You know, we're broadcasting here from the Home Depot house, and right behind us there's a kitchen where they're making all sorts of meals. So even though it's early, <laughs> we're starting to get really hungry. And here at the event, there are over more than 430 exhibitors who are highlighting cutting-edge technologies, travel, leisure, entertainment, food, like we mentioned, you name it. And we're here to focus on what you can do to make your life at home work for you, and changes you can make so that you can stay in your house for as long as you possibly can and want to. And you've heard us talking about some of these ideas recently, and Today, you're going to hear even more right from the experts of the AARP. That's right. You know, it turns out that most Americans aren't planning on packing up and moving to celebrate their retirement. According to a new AARP study, 9 out of 10 Americans want to stay in their home as long as they can. So in a few minutes, we're going to tell you how to make that even more possible. AARP experts are with us this hour with tips on how to be comfortable and safe in your house for as long as you can. Yeah, and you know, safe is the key word here. For example, it only takes a few seconds to get a really nasty burn from too hot tap water, which can occur quite quickly. And in a few minutes, we're going to tell you how to keep kids and adults, anybody in your house, safe from getting scalded. And we want to talk to you, so call us right now at 1-888-MONEYPIT. If you do, we're going to be giving away a Ryobi 7.2-volt drill worth 30 bucks. This drill is the result of extensive research by Ryobi's design engineers, making it more compact and comfortable to operate. And that's the key. You want to use tools that are comfortable yeah, in your Yeah, and it hand. packs a lot of power into a smaller item, so people with any ability in their hands can use this. It's a great prize. So call us right now at 1-888-MONEYPIT. All right, we're going to take a call on line two from Curtis in Nevada, who listens on KBZZ. And you've got a shower question. What's going on at your house? Well, I have a um, bathtub in the guest bathroom. Okay. And... I want to make it a shower, and I don't want to have to tear the whole bathtub out and put a whole shower unit in. Should so I? Um, now there's no shower head in there at all. There's no upper plumbing. Right. I'm, I, I got somebody to do the plumbing for me, but I wanted to know uh, what should I use? Tile? Do a, do a tile layout on the top there, or? What What are the um, walls right now, Curtis? The walls are just just standard uh, sheetrock. 
Okay. And um, do you want to do any work to that drywall? Do you want to remove and replace it? Um, I was hoping not to have to. Okay, because if you put tile on those walls, um, you're really going to have to put a better product in there. There's a product by Georgia Pacific called Dens Armor, which is uh, completely moisture-proof as a tile backer. The other thing that that gives you the opportunity to do is to add a uh, grab bar mm -hmm. so that you can uh, have safety in getting in and out of that house. In fact, that's one of the tips that we're learning about here at the AARP Life of 50 Plus Convention. Well, and especially since you're changing an existing bathtub, you're probably stepping over quite a high tub height. So you want to make sure that you can get in and out safely. And working with some new drywall, you'll be able to put in some grab bars. You can tile beforehand, put those grab bars in. And the tile is great because, you know, it really gives you a waterproof surface. But you do need to make sure that the backer, it can't just be regular drywall because that water is still going to permeate through that grout. And if you don't have a moisture-resistant background, you're going to see mold growth behind there. Actually, you're not going to see it until it's, you know, damaged. And the other thing, Curtis, to be aware of is the grout, of course, is where you have to, you know, spend the most time on maintenance. So when you shop for a grout for this tile project for the bathroom, make sure you use one that has an antimicrobial additive. Laticrete makes one with, uh, I think it's called microban in it, so that it won't grow mold and won't get dark and dirty and disgusting, and you won't have to clean it moving on. So I really think that for resale value, uh, doing this correctly is going to be very important. And tile is certainly the best material to use. Okay. Curtis, thanks so much for calling us at 888 Money Pit. All right, next we're going to take line three. Neil in Virginia, who listens on WJFK, and you've got low water pressure. Tell us about the problem. The problem is I live in a three level townhouse. I have the bathroom on the half bath on the first floor has Zippo water pressure. Both on the, the first sink floor? And at the toilet. It's a half inch line coming out of the, out of the water line, goes to the half bath in the basement, and then goes behind drywall. How old is the townhouse? Is this a very old, like a Capitol Hill kind of townhouse? The that house, house was probably built in the 80, early 80s. Oh, okay. So you have, a, you have copper plumbing then? Yes, sir. All right. So then we're not talking about a problem with your pipes here. We're talking about a mechanical problem. Somewhere there's an obstruction. One of the common things that happens is that the valves, even though they seem to be open, sometimes they're stuck sort of half-closed. So the first thing I would be looking at is tracing from the main water supply pipe all the way into that bathroom to make sure that all of the valves are wide open. If you have the possibility of checking pressure before the bathroom and it looks fine, you get to the bathroom and it's not fine, then you're looking somewhere right in that valve and that's probably where it's obstructed. And you should actually exercise those valves. I know that sounds strange, but you should operate them quite frequently. Turn them off, turn them on. This way they don't get jammed or rusted shut. Yeah, exactly. So does that make sense to you, Neil? Well, yeah, but it's on the, it's on the toilet and, and the sink, so, you know, I'm talking... Well, then I, there may be a supply valve for that bathroom. It's not just the fixture valve. So we're not talking necessarily about the valves in the cabinet. We're talking about the valve in the plumbing system that supplies that bathroom. There's probably a valve somewhere between there and the main that's supplying the How would you locate that? that? Do you actually have to track all the piping from trace the main? It. You trace it, yeah. And in a newer house, it, you know, in a 1980s house, it, it shouldn't be a problem to do that. Because there should be access panels and whatnot yeah. so you can look into the walls. Yeah. The other thing to check, and this may be a silly thing, but it's some, I've seen this uh, do it. You said that the sink also doesn't have much water pressure. Have you tried removing the aerator? No. Okay. At the tip of the faucet? At the tip of the faucet. You should try that because sometimes you get debris inside the plumbing system. It sounds gross, but you do get like mm -hmm. mineral deposits and little pieces of solder that break off. And it's amazing how a very tiny piece can obstruct the flow of an entire fixture And it's like very that. important when you do remove that tip of the faucet, the aerator, make sure that as you take that piece off, disassemble it and line everything up in the exact order that you took it out. So once you clean it and replace any of the fixtures or things that you need to do, you can put them right back in the same order because it gets confusing. 
Neil, thanks so much for calling us at 888-MONEY-PIT, 888-666-3974. This is the Money Pit Home Improvement Radio Show. We're broadcasting from Anaheim, California today from the AARP Life at 50 Plus event. And we're going to talk about universal design pretty soon, the idea that you can actually you know, live in a home for as long as possible and mm -hmm. the home can sort of age with you. Well, in universal design, it just is, it's important because it's designed for everyone. And it's regardless of if it's in your home or if it's where you shop, it's just smart planning so that folks of all ages and abilities can best use the facilities as they can. Do you have a question about that call us right now at 888-MONEY-PIT? That's right. Regardless of whether we're in studio or on location like we are at Life at 50, you can call us now at 888-MONEY-PIT. All right, we've got another call. We've got Crystal in D.C. who's listening on JFK, and you've got a hard water ring in the toilet. What can we do for you? Lots of water questions today. Yeah. Uh, yeah, um, it's actually my fiancé's uh, toilets in his house. Uh, there's a cleaning <laughs> ring. <laughs> yeah, it wouldn't be my toilets. Um, it's it's a not. ring on the inside of the toilet, and he said it's impossible to get out. The only way he's gotten out before yep. is take like a little rotor thing on a drill and, and kind of sand oh, it out almost. <laughs> well, that's crazy. And you know you really don't want to use bleach products in cleaning the toilet because it's really bad for the plumbing itself. So, gosh, what would you recommend? Baking soda? Have, um, you, tried? have, you, have you tried CLR? No, uh, no, have you tried CLR? I don't think he's tried that. Is that actually CLR work? is great. It stands for uh, calcium line rust. It's a really good cleaner for a mm -hmm. hard water situation. And you know what's interesting with that CLR stuff? If you put it in a Tupperware or in like a baggie of some sort mm -hmm. and your shower head is sort of not operating to the best yeah. of its ability, you can just dip it up into your shower head for a minute or two, yep. and that'll clear everything out as well. That'll probably get that yeah. ring right out of there. And don't blame your fiancé, okay? He can't control <laughs> the kind of water quality he's got in his house. <laughs> has nothing to do with his hygienic habits, okay? <laughs> well, thank you very much. Crystal, thanks so much for calling us at 888-MONEY-PIT. All right, Money Pit folks out there listening today, you can call in your home repair, your home improvement question, 24 hours a day, seven days a week, and you know that magic number. It's 888-MONEY-PIT. Want to make your home safer? How about making it more convenient to do things like turn on a light switch with your hands full? AARP says a few simple changes like these can make a huge difference in comfort in your next home. We're going to tell you exactly how to do it after this. 888-MONEY-PIT. So I finally found the perfect house for you. Isn't it cute? Hardwood floors, remodeled kitchen, and look at that metal roof. Gee. <laughs> a metal roof? It looks so natural. It's gorgeous. Wow. Plus, metal roofing increases the value of your home and can reduce energy costs. Impressive. Now, about the kitchen. It's also maintenance-free and stands up to hail, high winds, and wildfires. So, ready to make an offer? Well, we'd like to look inside first. <laughs> really? Why? People who know about metal roofing love metal roofing. We call it investment-grade roofing because it adds value to your home and pays for itself many times over. In addition, it's built to endure for decades. To learn more, visit metalroofing.com. According to the authoritative residential cost handbook, a home's appraised value increases by $1.35 per square foot when it has a metal roof. Do the math and see why durable, beautiful, investment-grade metal roofing makes sense. For details or to find a contractor, log on to metalroofing.com. I want to keep my home for as long as I can because there are a lot of memories here. I read a little bit about making my house more comfortable and wanted to make my mom's house safer too. AARP told me about making mom's bedroom door wider and taping down her floor rugs. And I added handrails to our staircases. It was all simple and inexpensive thanks to AARP's tips. Now our homes fit our lifestyles and are ready for years to come. To bring comfort, safety, and a future to any home, visit us online at aarp.org slash universalhome. Somewhere, a guy is tossing his golf clubs into the water. But you, you'd rather build, say, a burled maple coffee table. 
RYOBI Woodworking Tools lets you do it. RYOBI gives you the power and precision you need to succeed at prices that help you get going. Of course, there's still some equipment involved, but it's power tools, and you don't have to wear those funny clothes to use them. RYOBI Power Tools. Professional features, affordable prices. RYOBI, exclusively at the Home Depot. That's just beautiful. If your house could talk, it would probably tell you to call Roto-Rooter to take care of your plumbing and drain problems. Your home's plumbing system is worth about 8% of your home's value, so address small problems before they become big ones. Call the pros at Roto-Rooter for jobs, big or small, day or night, planned or even those emergencies. You'll get quality, on-time service from friendly, caring people. For local service, call Roto-Rooter at 800-942-ROTO or schedule online at rotorooter.com. Not all services available at all offices. This portion of the Money Pit is brought to you by Dense Armor Plus, the revolutionary paperless drywall from Georgia Pacific. Are you a do-it-yourselfer? Are you a do-it-to-yourselfer? <laughs> Are you a direct-it-yourselfer? If you ca- if you fall in any of those categories, you're in exactly the right place because this is the Money Pit Home Improvement Radio Show. I'm Tom Kreitler. And I'm Leslie Segretti. You know, We're- so many people are fans of home improvement. It's That's excellent. Right. We are broadcasting a very special edition of the Money Pit today from AARP's Life at 50 Plus event in Anaheim, California. Money Pit Road Trip. Woohoo! Field trip, field trip to California. And you know, guys, I hate to tell you, but it's like 90 degrees and sunny, gorgeous today. And I know a lot of people in the country are dealing with some bad weather. But you know what? We're here for a really important service. And we're here to talk about making your home more comfortable and safer for you as you age. You know, for example, to avoid stress and strain on your back, call in an electrician. This is not an expensive improvement. And have them move some of the outlets higher up on the floor. Floor, I mean, on the wall from the floor, so that you're not constantly bending over. And you can use these, uh, you know, out- outlets for appliances that you're constantly plugging in and out, like a vacuum or items that you're not leaving plugged in forever and ever. And you can use those lower outlets for lamps, so you don't have to yeah, worry plug about plugging them in and out. And forget about it. You want to connect at least one outlet in each room with a rocker switch to the wall. Now, why do we say rocker switches? Because if your hands are full, you don't want to have to grab for you a can do it with the elbow. You can elbow it. Yeah, and it doesn't matter if your hands are full of groceries or you're you're carrying your baby or you know you just have trouble using your hands. A rocker. Or even if it's late at night and it's dark and you're sort of feeling you can, your like, way across the wall. It. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> and it kind of works. It's like give the light switch a high five. You want to consider installing more outlets so you don't have to run extension cords, too, because they're a real fire hazard. I can't tell you how many times in all the years I was a professional home Under rugs, I bet you. I found them under rugs, and I've actually pulled rugs up and found them warm and smoking. Really? The yeah, rugs like themselves? Yeah, like being right there. Exactly. So if you want more information about little tips like that that will allow you to stay in your house longer and let you be as comfortable and safe as possible, you can log on to AARP's website at aarp.org slash universal home. That's aarp.org slash universal home. All right, folks. Well, your grandparents' generation was known for the stereotypical Florida senior housing village retirement, but your parents' generation started changing that stereotype. And according to a study by AARP, you will most likely stay put where you are for your retirement. That's right. It turns out that 9 out of 10 Americans plan on staying in their home or community after retirement. Joining us from AARP headquarters in Washington, D.C. right now to tell us about the study and what you can do to stay longer in your home is Eleanor Ginsler. She's the Director of Livable Communities for AARP. Hi, Eleanor. Hi, Tom. Hi, Leslie. Hi, Eleanor. Sorry you couldn't be with us here. Yeah, you're missing out. I know I'm missing a really good time out there. You absolutely are. So talk to me about what a livable community is. What does that mean to the AARP? Absolutely an important question. And for AARP, what we want is to have our communities available and meeting the needs of people as they age. That means that their homes are appropriate 
and are affordable and are able to keep people in their home the way they want to be, and also that around their house, once they have that house set the way they need it to be, that they have a way to sustain their mobility as they get older. That might mean driving. Uh, driving safely and competently throughout the lifespan, and if you are not going to drive, making sure there is a way for you to get where you want to go so you can stay connected to the world around you. You know, Eleanor, what do you think is the main reason people really desire to stay in their homes and in their community rather than relocating? You know, it is fascinating to me that every time we ask this question of the people who are 50 years of age and older, they always respond the same. They like where they are. They have chosen to live there. They have a sense of community around them, and they want to stay as long as they can. They like the house they picked. They like the people around them. They've got friends. They've got connections. And, in fact, not only do they say this, they actually match it with their behavior because people don't basically move. Only about 10% of the 60-plus move in any five-year period. You know, what we really love about what we're learning by working with AARP is that the tips that you're offering are not necessarily limited to use by older Americans. There is a lot of just good design sense in the things that you recommend. So it doesn't matter uh, if you're a, a new mom, for example, mm -hmm. who's always you know, juggling babies and groceries well, and things like that. Needs. Or an older American, we all have the same needs. But I think the, uh, the, uh, the objection and what holds people back is they perceive these improvements as being costly. We're talking about major remodeling or are there simple things that you can do? You know, I think that's a, such a good point. The two points you've made, one is that when you do these kinds of things to your house, you are addressing the issues of comfort and safety across the lifespan. And you are right. A lot of these tips are helpful for little, little people who have hard times with some fine motor skills. They're also really, really good for moms carrying large amounts of stuff through the house, and they're really good for older people as well. And they are not necessarily expensive. We, right now, we've, we've got a set of ideas, tips, suggestions, none of which are very costly, all of which will make a big difference in your ability to stay comfortable and safe in your home. Eleanor, how is it that folks who are looking to make these changes to their home, does the AARP help in educating contractors to help better talk with these folks and instruct them in some of the changes that can be made? As a matter of fact, we do. We are delighted to say that we are working with the National Association of Home Builders, and they have a program for builders and contractors called the Certified Aging in Place Specialist Program. It is literally a course that contractors can take that will teach them about the aging process, that will teach them about these kinds of changes that can be made to the home, these home modifications. And in fact, on the AARP website, you can connect to the list of people who have taken that certified aging in place specialist program in your state, in your area, and find a contractor or a remodeler who's done that program. We're talking to Eleanor Gensler. She's the director of Livable Communities for AARP. She's joining us from Washington, D.C., their headquarters there. Eleanor, do you have a lot of interest from Americans that want to uh, make their home safer and more comfortable for an aging parent that perhaps is going to come to live with them? Yes, actually, that is a whole other area that is very important and clearly for the 78 million baby boomers who are born between the ages of, of 1946 and 1964. A huge number of those people are dealing with the issue of their parents getting older. And whether it is your parent who might actually come and live with you or as easy as it's the time of year when we have a lot of holidays, coming up, your parent coming and staying with you, visiting with you, it's all the more reason for you to take some steps now and make those simple changes to your house so that it is comfortable well, and safe Eleanor, for you, know, you and for family. 
we're even seeing that, you know, things are just so darn expensive that both parents have to work. So when you bring a baby into the family, it's so nice to invite your parents to live in with you. You know, instant babysitter, nice company. You know who you're leaving your kids with. And it's nice that the house is safe for everyone. Absolutely. That, the whole idea about this is that it, this is so intergenerational and it speaks to the fact that families like each other want to stay together, want to be connected. <laughs> or you hope so anyway. <laughs> no, we sure do hope so. <laughs> Eleanor Ginsler, the Director of Livable Communities for AARP. Thanks for joining us from your headquarters in Washington, D.C. Thank Thanks, you so Eleanor. Much. We miss you. And have a good time out there. We will. Okay. This is the Money Pit Home Improvement Radio Show. We are broadcasting from the AARP Life at 50 Plus Convention in Anaheim, California, and we're talking about ways to make your home safer and more comfortable. And we've got some things to help you do that. If you call us now at 1-888-MONEYPIT, you could win a 7.2-volt cordless drill from our friends at RYOBI. And the drill is the result of a lot of research by the RYOBI design folks to create a comfortable, powerful, and compact drill. It's a center handle drill with power grip over mold that provides unmatched balance and an extraordinarily comfortable feel in your hand. So it's easy to use. You know, these drills are perfect for homeowners, for do-it-yourselfers, for crafters, and people that are looking for a smaller, more comfortable tool that's a powerful performer with lots of sort of user-friendly features. It's worth 30 bucks, but it could be yours free if we pick your name from all the callers who uh, get on the program this hour at one eight 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 Money Pit eight 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 six 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 three nine seven four. All right, our next caller is Robert from Texas on line four, who says, "Help! The water's not ha getting hot <laughs> fast enough." Hi, Robert. Uh, how are you doing? Great. How can we help you? Okay, my problem is uh, you talked about on a previous show plastic water pipes <clears throat> yeah, coming. Uh, mm -hmm. Okay. My problem is I have those on a new, con a newly constructed home, and there are days PVC? when it's cool out here in Lubbock that I'll have to run my water for 10 minutes from one end of the house to the other before I get warm water coming out of my faucet. Okay, that doesn't have anything to do with the plumbing. That has to do with the physical diff distance between the, uh, the bathroom and the water heater. What kind of water heater do you have right now? Uh, it's just a gas hot water heater, probably... Okay. 40 gallons to 60 gallons, somewhere in the neighborhood. Okay, so a couple of things to check. First of all, let's check the temperature on the water to make sure that it's, it's set appropriately. No higher than 120 degrees, but if you have it set down to around 100, that, that could be part that of your problem. That could be the problem. Yeah. Uh, the second thing is that you might want to think about zoning the domestic hot water in your house. Right now you have one zone, so that water has to travel a long distance from the water heater to the bathroom. However, if you were to add, say, for example, a tankless water heater, mm -hmm. which is very small and compact and can be mounted, frankly, almost anywhere because it could be direct vented right through the wall. And it doesn't require nearly the amount of space that a tanked water heater does, so you could put it in a closet, an area that you wouldn't even notice it. Yeah, you could zone it and then have two water heaters. And the nice thing about a tankless water heater is that it's on demand. So what that means is it only heats water when you use it, so it's not going to be wasteful. The standard water heater that you have right now is sort of a dumb water heater, so mm -hmm. to speak. It's always hot. It's always on, and it's always heating the water to the temperature that you set it for, so that's what makes those wasteful. Robert, thanks so much for calling us at 888-MONEY-PIT, 888-666-3974. We are broadcasting from the AARP Life at 50 Plus Convention. We are in Anaheim, California. All right, and coming up, folks, if you check the water temperature on your hot water heater right now, I'll bet most of you listening have it turned up way too high and scald from too hot tap water are one of the most common household accidents. Up next, we're going to tell you how to prevent them. It's an easy fix you can do right now. We'll be back right after this.
AARP is proud to sponsor the Money Pit. Visit www.aarp.org slash universal home to learn more about making your home more functional and comfortable for years to come. This is the Money Pit Home Improvement Radio Show. I'm Tom Kreitler. And I'm Leslie Segretti. Very special broadcast today of the Money Pit is coming to you from Anaheim, California. We're at the Life at 50 Plus event, learning how to make our homes safer and more comfortable for the future. And now. And now. And all the times. And you know what, folks? Thousands of children and older adults and folks like me right in the middle are burned each year in kitchens and bathrooms. That water just gets too darn hot. But you can take two steps to keep your family safe. First, check your water heater. Is it set at 140 degrees? Well, most are because you want that nice, hot, steamy shower. But that's just way too hot. So make sure you turn that water heater down to 120 degrees. Second, look for an anti-scald device. You can put these gadgets on your sink or your tub and your shower. You can put them on all of them. And they make sure that your water doesn't get too hot. And if you set the device so it takes action, if your water gets hotter than 115 degrees, you're going to be safe and you're not going to burn yourself at all. All right, well, we've got time for a call right now. We're going to take Sandy in Florida on line five who listens on WGUF. And you've got a granite countertop issue. How can we help? I do. Uh, let's see. I have a kitchen bar that is about 10 inches uh, deep. And on that, uh, we put a piece of granite that sticks out an additional 18 inches. Okay. okay. And I uh, looked at it and decided that it looked to me like the heavy side was going to lift the uh, other side. Right. <laughs> and uh, so I was wondering, uh, somebody must have decided what size triangle I could put under the, um, uh, the countertop against the, uh, the meat wall or whatever right. uh, mm-hmm. that would hold it up. Sure. Um, how far does it come out from the wall? You said about 18 inches? Yeah. Um, I think that you're going to probably want to come out. This is as much a visual uh, question as anything else. I think you're going to want to come out uh, probably at least, I would say, 14 or 15 inches. So you have a little bit of a lip from the bracket on back down. And I think the bracket doesn't have to be um, something that's very sterile. You could make it fancy. No, and in fact, you can seek out from antique shops and find beautiful antique corbels. You know, I don't know what your design style is at your home, but you can get some beautiful aged-looking corbels, which would really make a nice aesthetic style. Or you can even go ahead and get outdoor newel posts and make a leg. It doesn't have to just be a corbel. You can have legs on it. Uh-huh. Right. Well, I think that your idea of uh, finding a corbel at a, an antique store is much better than mine uh, using pieces of 2 by 4 <laughs> <laughs> Just a little bit. Sandy, thanks so much for calling us at 888-MONEYPIT, 888-666-3974. All right, folks, well, one way to stay safe is to make sure you can see where you're going so you don't trip and fall, but you also don't want to run up your electric bill, and GE has the perfect solution, as they always do. So joining us to tell us about that is Chris Lake from GE. Welcome. Hi, Chris. Hi, thanks. All right, Chris, so tell us, how can lighting enhance more than just your mood at home? Well, GE offers uh, basically two different options if you're leaning more towards the energy efficiency and some compact fluorescent bulbs can save up to 75% in your energy costs as well as lasting 10 times longer than your traditional incandescent bulbs. Now, are they still bright? Yeah. You know, I mean, you would think that they're they're using that much less power. They still give you the same light intensity? Yeah, if you look on the box, if you buy at your local hardware store or Home Depot, Mm -hmm. uh, you'll see that the equivalent uh, to a 60-watt bulb is a 15-watt compact fluorescent, and they're going to give you the same amount of lumens or light output Mm -hmm. Um, you know, I think it's interesting that we're, we, we equate brightness with wattage. Like, we all know that a 15-watt bulb doesn't have a lot of light, and a 100-watt bulb has a, has, a, has a lot of light. Now, that's really wrong because the wattage is really an indication of power, of electrical right. consumption. And that's what throws the math off on this and makes it so confusing. How can a bulb that only uses 15 watts deliver? And the point is that there's completely different technology in a compact fluorescent that makes that possible. Correct. Um, 
like I said, in 15 watts is the equivalent to a 65-watt bulb, but you are going to get the same amount of light of powder lumens. Um, and uh, the actual compact fluorescents are now coming in more decorative shapes, mm -hmm. so they're a little bit more aesthetically pleasing. What about the light itself that those compact fluoros throw? Is it sort of harsh, almost like a fluoro tube, or can it be kind of natural? We're actually working on the color rendering index of those lamps, and um, the it's not quite as blue or uh, cold as a, in maybe in an office or mm -hmm. in an industrial setting, but um, with the new technology we have, you're going to get a lot more pleasing color in the house, um, as well as the energy efficiency. Chris, how long can uh, one of these CFL bulbs actually last? Our newest product uh, that's just coming out in November will last up to 15,000 hours. Wow. And that's up to 10,000 hours. Yeah, that's up to 10 to 15 times longer than your traditional incandescent. Well, that's amazing. So years upon years. And I know you're saying that if every household in the U.S. replaced just one 100-watt incandescent bulb with a GE Compact Fluoro, you would save enough energy to power more than 1 million U.S. homes for an entire year? That's right. Now, say I only change out those really hard-to-reach bulbs, like the ones that are up in the ceiling cans. You know, would that still make an impact? Definitely. Um, and the other thing uh, to address about, you know, the show with the safety is that you are going to only have to go and change these things out uh, every five years right. as to, you know, every thousand hours with a regular bulb, especially for, you know, the, the people are have it harder to get around. Mm -hmm. You know, Chris, I think this is a great example because when you talk about home modification, you always think it's, it's big, it's, it's uh, expensive, it's costly, involves contractors. The point is something as simple as changing a light bulb can be done simply and successfully and make an impact not only on your comfort and safety, but also on your wallet. Right, exactly. Chris Leike from GE, thanks for stopping by the Money Pit. Thank you. Thanks, Chris. This Our is the Money Pit Home Improvement Radio Show. I'm Tom Kreitler. And I'm Leslie Segretti. All right, folks, well, we've got a great prize this hour, as we always do. If you call us now at 888 Pit, you could win a fantastic cordless drill from Ryobi. It's 7.2 volts. It's engineered. It's designed. It's smaller. It's more lightweight, so anybody can use it. And you can get a lot of these projects done around your house on your own. That's right. So call us right now at 1-888-MONEYPIT, 888-666-3974. Let's go to Utah, line two now, and talk to Chris listening on KTKK. You've got a question about a toilet. What's with the water questions today? The bathrooms are in trouble, I think. <laughs> I guess, apparently. Hey, Chris. Hi. How are you guys? Good. What can we do for you? Um, I accidentally flushed my son's toilet, his underwear down the toilet. <laughs> <laughs> you flushed your son's underwear? I don't, yeah. I don't need to know any more than that, okay? <laughs> yeah. You'd think my three-year-old would have done it, but no, the mom did it. Okay. <laughs> do you have any advice on what we can do so we don't have to rip out the whole toilet. Yeah. Um, well, let's see. It really depends on how far down the line this uh, this uh, <laughs> obstruction has landed itself. Um, um, you, you know, it, it might be, and I'll, I'll tell you where it probably is. It's probably in the trap inside the toilet. And uh, you say rip out the toilet, but, but honestly, it's not that hard. It's to, not ripping out. It's just yeah, removing it's just it for a moment. Here's what you need to do. Turn off the toilet. It doesn't water involve supply. a sledgehammer in any way, Chris. That's right. Turn okay. off the water supply pipe to the toilet. Disconnect the that's water the, line. That's the valve right next to the toilet bowl the on handle. the floor, right? Right, exactly. Okay. Then take off the uh, the two bolts that hold the toilet to the floor. And by the way, before you start, uh, flush the toilet so you get as much water out of it as possible. Okay. Now take off the two uh, bolts that are holding it to the floor, and you can simply lift the toilet up off of the floor. There's a wax seal, like a wax donut underneath there. Once you have it out, you can sort of turn it to the side, and I bet you that this obstruction, that your son's underpants are in, it's just so funny, <laughs> they're stuck inside the trap which is built into the toilet itself. And 
and, and I know this because my son flushed not his pants, but a little toy phone in once that I found in the exact same place. Now, when you put it back, get a new wax seal. And here's the place that most people make the mistake. Don't over-tighten those bolts to the floor. Oh, Just gosh, because you could them crack snug. all the porcelain. You'll, you'll crack it instantly. And it's as simple as that. Okay, Chris? Okay. All right. Thanks so much for calling us at 888 Money Pit. All right, folks. Well, again, we've got great prizes. And you know what? We're here at the AARP Life at 50 Plus, And we're making homes smarter and safer and making them work for you as long as possible and maybe, you know, make some things new. But there's a part in the world where this isn't such a novel idea. You know, people around the world have been doing this idea of universal design for ages and ages. So where can American builders, designers, and architects turn to for inspiration? We're going to find out next. Money pit. Table saw. <laughs> 18-volt drill driver. 8-piece combo kit. You don't have to just wish you had the power tools you really want. With RYOBI, you can actually afford them. RYOBI Power Tools. Professional features, affordable prices. And they sound really good, too. RYOBI. Exclusively at the Home Depot. Did you know that the air inside your home can be up to 100 times more polluted than the air outside? No matter how clean you keep your home, it's littered with harmful contaminants like viruses, bacteria, and mold, pet dander, dust, and pollen. Contaminants that cause illness and make allergies and asthma much more severe. Thankfully, there's a way to make your home healthy. The April Air Electronic Air Cleaner. Using the best air cleaning technology available, April Air is the only whole home air cleaner that effectively removes harmful contaminants, even viruses, from the air your family breathes. And that makes your whole home a comfortable, healthy place to be. Your family deserves the best, so why not give them the best? Make your whole home healthier with the April Air Electronic Air Cleaner. April Air. Fresh ideas for indoor air. The walls in your home hold memories, hopes, dreams, and quite possibly, mold. You see, traditional drywall has paper on both sides, which combined with moisture can allow conditions that cause mold. That's why more people are insisting on a new paperless drywall called Dens Armor from Georgia Pacific. Unlike conventional paper face drywall, Dens Armor has glass mat facings on both sides and no paper on the surface means one less place for mold to get started. It's that simple and that revolutionary. If you eliminate the paper, you reduce the chances for mold. If you're building or remodeling, stop feeding mold by using Dens Armor. To find out more, go to stopfeedingmold.com or ask about it at your local building supply retailer. When we've got a problem, the last thing we need is another problem. So when we've got a drain problem, I call Roto-Rooter. First, the Roto-Rooter guy shows up on time. I like that. Next, he takes a look at the problem and tells me how much it's going to cost. No surprises. you got to like that. Finally, when he's done, it's gone. The problem is gone. Guaranteed. That's how I like it. I make a call, the problem goes away. Too bad Roto-Rooter doesn't fix cars. Call Roto-Rooter, that's the name, and away go troubles down the drain. Roto-Rooter. This portion of the Money Pit is brought to you by April Air, makers of professionally installed high-efficiency air cleaners. 
For more information, go to AprilAir.com. Now, here are Tom and Leslie. Welcome back to this hour of the Money Ben Home Improvement Radio Show. I'm Tom Kreitler. And I'm Leslie Segretti. What are you doing? What are you working on? Call us. We want to talk to you. We want to hear from you. Call us at 888-MONEYPIT 24-7 or log on to our website at moneypit.com. We are doing a very special broadcast of the program today from AARP's Life at 50 Plus event in Anaheim, California. It's a huge gathering of experts to share ideas about everything from cutting-edge technologies to make life easier to travel and leisure destinations. We here are talking about universal design, a way of designing and building homes that allow you to stay in your house for as long as you can, and we're learning a lot. All right, and we're going to take a call really fast before we get to more stuff, and we've got David in California who listens on KSRO, and we've got a question about fiberboard. What can we do for you? Hi, how you doing? Great. I am replacing some siding on my house. It has uh, old-style T111 uh, siding. Okay. Okay. And um, we are looking at alternative siding materials and had seen uh, some cement composite, either clappers or panels. Right. And and wondered whether or not they're reliable. Of course, did some searching on the web and and the wood people say they're terrible, and the cement people say they're, they're the best thing going. <laughs> of course. They are absolutely reliable. They're, they're, they're terrific. I, it's called fiber cement siding, and I have it actually on my house. Mm-hmm. We and have it as well. A, it's an inorganic product. So what that means is it's not going to rot. Right now you have an organic product. You have a plywood product, which is wood, and it's going to decay, as mm-hmm. you've learned. And you need to do a lot of upkeep on it, a lot yep. of maintenance, a lot of refinishing, just a lot of attention to it. You might want to take a look at Hardy Plank, David. Uh, that's what I put on my house, and the reason I did is because they came pre-finished which was great. So I didn't have to paint them. They came with the faint paint already on them. All I have to do is touch them up. Right? And, and, but they will take paint. They uh, will take paint. Oh, yeah, they absolutely yeah, but, will. Yeah, but if you do pre-finish, it'll probably last you between 10 and 20 years. David, thanks so much for calling us at 888-MONEYPIT. All right. Well, according to an AARP study, Americans want to stay in their homes as long as they can. And there are less and less of us planning to retire to a warmer climate, somewhere away from our friends and family. Well, in Europe, this concept has inspired some of the most advanced housing ideas around. And joining us to talk about that is Ad Van Berlo from the Netherlands from Smart Homes Foundation. And you're an international expert on universal design. Welcome. Thank you. Hi, Ed. So, Ed, tell us, why do you think the idea of homes being more accommodating is so slow to reach the U.S.? That's difficult to say. Because you want to be kind to Americans. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I've seen here in the the booth several uh, solutions that that are also very smart, very simple but smart, so I wouldn't say America is behind. (laughs) Absolutely not. What is the Smart Homes Foundation and what do you do? Well, what we do is we, we try to find... Simple but smart solution. Smart is here with, with technology, with ICT, mm-hmm. with electric techniques and so on to, to help people uh, making more f- f- feeling more safe, secure, comfortable in the house and, and stay as long as they want. Um, now, what so are what some of the projects that you've worked on? I understand you've done some research uh, and demonstration projects. Yeah. What have some of your findings been? Well, the findings are that, that pe- people really like, for instance, automatic lights uh, at night and, 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 and when they go to Not the bathroom. Not just outside, inside as well. Yeah. Also outside, what do you mean? Inside. So inside and outside. Yeah, also yeah. outside, of course. When so things like occupancy sensors that when you come into the, to the room, the light yeah. automatically comes on and stays yeah. on as long as there's movement in the room. Yeah. What is mm-hmm. also very interesting is that people like, like really the electronic door locks. Mm. Uh, oh, smart. Yeah. The problem is, of course, when, when a person has fallen down and, and, you, and, and the house is really locked, how, how can right. a care worker mm-hmm. come in the house? Right. So what we did, we started about six, seven years ago to introduce uh, the, sort, the concept of of automatic door locks. So once the, the person has been fallen down, <clears throat> automatically uh, 
an alert is given to a call center and a nurse is sent to that house, but how can the nurse come in? So right. then there is an identification uh, by right. mobile phone, mm -hmm. by, by various other things. A lot of so these seem really technologically advanced. Are they easy for these homeowners to learn to use? Yes, uh, of course, that, that needs a lot of attention. Yeah, well, so that's what you do. I mean, you, you, yeah. you figure out the technology and then try to make it simple. And this is something that's been going on in Europe a lot longer than here, huh? Um, well, we are ourselves active since '93, yeah. and uh, of course, at that time there was not so much internet, not so much mobile mm -hmm. telephony, broadband. But we have grown all the time, and we have a lot of experience with a lot of older people. So um, I think uh, we have now some some 10,000 of houses. Wow! For for where we're we'll keep figuring it out and then feed it to us, would you? Yeah, yeah. Ed Van Berla from the Smart Homes Foundation. Thanks, Thanks for uh, stopping by our broadcast. This is Thank the Money Pit Home Improvement Radio Show. We are broadcasting from the AARP Life at 50 Plus event. If you're too shy to call, you can email us, and you do so by logging onto our website at moneypit.com. Up next, more of your calls. You live in a money pit. This portion of the Money Pit is brought to you by RYOBI, manufacturer of professional feature power tools and accessories with an affordable price for the do-it-yourselfer. RYOBI Power Tools, pro features, affordable price. Available exclusively at the Home Depot. Now, here are Tom and Leslie. Welcome back to the Money Pit Home Improvement Radio Show. Speaking of the Home Depot, they actually built a house inside this convention center in Anaheim, California. And, of course, we're in it. And we're in it. And it's, it's amazing because this house has all of the uh, elements of great design. Well, and smart design and universal design choices that make things work for everyone. So you're seeing a lot of the things we're talking about, you know, grab bars, appropriate mm -hmm. counter heights, all implemented within this home. And one of the benefits of doing a Money Pit road trip was we get to answer your questions not only on the phone but in person. Yes, yeah, so we grabbed John Sobiak right off the floor who was... <laughs> perusing the house. John, what can we do for you? Uh, my question uh, pertains to laminate flooring. Okay. Which is the best laminate flooring to use below grade over a concrete slab? Well, the nice thing about laminate flooring is you can use any laminate flooring below grade because of the way it's constructed. It's made out of medium-density fiberboard, and then the top uh, decorative layer is actually a photograph that's laminated to the floor, and then there's a protective coat on top of that. And it's not just a flat image in the photograph. It's sort of etched and embossed on it, so you can see the wood grain, you can feel the texture, and then depending on how much you spend, of course, depends on how it looks. If you go higher end, you're looking at bevel-edged, you're looking at things that really make it mimic an actual hardwood. And the other thing that you could think about is hardwood floor. Now, you might be thinking to yourself, I didn't know I could put hardwood floor below <clears> grade. But you can if it's a special type of hardwood floor. It's called engineered hardwood. And it's made similarly construction to plywood, and it has opposing layers. And what's nice about it is it's dimensionally stable and actually is rated to be used below grade. So you could truly have a wood floor if that was the look you wanted. If you go with laminate, you could have it look like wood. You could have it look like tile. You could have it look like stone. You know, I put laminate floor in my kitchen, and when my children are young, they're much older now, and it's been completely indestructible. It really has. Good stuff. And my husband and I in our home, we unfortunately had a flood in our basement, and the previous homeowners had carpeting down there. So we went with an Armstrong laminate floor, and it looks beautiful. There's many different, you know, you look for different plank patterns. 
pattern. So if there's not a lot of repetitions of that same design, it looks more natural. So they really offer you so many different choices from wood looks to tile to slate to brick. So it depends on what you want. But Armstrong also, if you go to their website, is it armstrong.com? Yes, and you there's can, a guide to flooring. There's a there. guide all about flooring. You can look at what it would look like. And you know what, John, since you stopped by our little broadcast area, we've got a fantastic gift for you. It's a $25 gift card from all the right. folks at the Home Depot, and you can put that towards your laminate floor. 888-666-3974. This is the Money Pit where we get our callers the old-fashioned way. We bribe them. Even if they're walking by. <laughs> we have gifts. Please stop by. Let's go to line three now and talk to Ron. We have a couple of minutes left from Kansas. Ron, you have a question about uh, water peeling. How can we, uh, water, uh, paint peeling it looks like. Ron, how can we help you? Well, uh, got a problem in my back porch. The, the paint and I think the outer layer of sheetrock peeling around the hot water heater and above it. And I want to know what I can do to fix it and and try to keep it from recurring. Ooh, you know what? I'm going to diagnose something for you right here on the fly. If you've got peeling paint around your water heater, I'm very mm -hmm. concerned about your venting system. Is it a gas water heater? Yes. Okay. You need to make sure you have proper draft on this because what could be happening here, paint peels because of water. And if your vent is blocked and it's do dropping combustion gas back into the house, Ooh, that's bad. that uh, combustion gas is 80% water vapor, and that could be what's causing this paint to peel around the water heater area. So you have to check your venting. Very, very important. Well, beyond, that, what you need, beyond that, what you need to do is to make sure that you uh, scrape, prime, and paint that peeling surface. And I want you to use a good quality primer, like an oil-based primer, like, say, Kills or something like that, or a primer from Bear so that you get good adhesion, and then you put your top coat on, on, on over that. But really, check the venting. It's very, very, very important. Ron, thanks so much for calling us at 888-MONEY-PIP. We are almost out of time this hour. Yeah, this hour flew right by. We are broadcasting from the AARP Life at 50 Plus convention. We want to thank the folks at AARP for having us here. If you and want the more, folks at Home Depot for hosting us at their home. If you want more information on great design, you can go to the AARP website, which is aarp.org forward slash universal home. I'm Tom Kreitler. And I'm Leslie Segretti. Remember, you can do it yourself. But you don't have to do it alone.